I want to take you back exactly 60 years to October 23, 1957. The Biggest Show of Stars plays two evening shows at Vancouver's Georgia Auditorium. Listen to the lineup. Fats Domino, Chuck Berry, The Everly Brothers, Eddie Cochran, Paul Anka, Buddy Knox, The Drifters, Laverne Baker, Clyde McFadder, Buddy Holly and The Crickets, Jimmy Bowen and The Rhythm Orchids, and an orchestra. The admission, $2. It's been six months since my move from CJOR to 50,000-watt CKWX, the most powerful station west of Winnipeg and north of San Francisco. I love it because it means I can reach more listeners with my music, rock and roll. I'm working four to six afternoons and ten to one in the morning late nights. Between shows that day, I head down to the sold-out Georgia Auditorium at the corner of Georgia and Denman. And I go on stage and introduce one of the acts. And then I rush backstage to conduct interviews with the next performer. For me, the highlight was meeting, interviewing, and getting to know a little about Buddy Holly. It's hard to believe that his career was so brief, cut short by a tragic plane crash less than 18 months after his Vancouver appearance. People still don't believe me when I tell them Buddy Holly, Paul Inca, and I headed over to the White Spot for hamburgers and a milkshake after the show in the drive-in. Now let's travel back in time. Please do not adjust your device. This is how my voice sounded when I was 20 years old. We're backstage here at the Georgia Auditorium for the biggest record star show for 1957, talking to Buddy Holly. Hello, Red. How are you? It's fine, Danny. Hey, I missed that phone call we had from Toronto that time. Yeah, uh, we couldn't get together on that somewhere or another. I don't know, but I'd just like to tell you right now that your song, Peggy Sue, that you do on a solo there on Coral Records. Is it Coral in the States, too? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it's doing real well. It's number seven song here, and uh, that's lucky number seven, as we say every Well, that's time. fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long have you had the crickets together, buddy? Since January. Since January. Uh-huh. When did you uh, decide to form a group? Was it at that time? Well, uh, we just, uh, the drummer and myself have been playing together about four years, and uh, we got the other two boys and asked them if they'd like to join us and form a group. You write your own material, is that right? Yes, that's right. Uh, who helps you with that will be the day? Jerry Allison, the drummer. He's the fellow that plays drums. Uh-huh. Where are you all from? Where's your hometown? Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> would you like to go back there? <laughs> sure would. <laughs> What's the weather like this time of year down there? Oh, it's not quite this cool. It's not? And it's uh, a little bit drier. Well, right now I'm going to put you on the spot, and uh, I said I, I asked you before, and I didn't have a microphone with me, but I'm going to put you on the spot again. What do you think about rock and roll music? Do you think it is uh, on the wane or what? I think it's uh, going out quite a bit in the States. Down south? Uh-huh. How far down? Deep. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but I mean, how long do you think it uh, will last? Another six months, seven months? Oh, uh, possibly, yeah. I think after Christmas things may change a bit, though. Uh, they, 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 it, it might pick back up, but I rather doubt it. Well, we'd like to congratulate you here, uh, because in a special way, because the West Coast here is sort of responsible for that. Be, that'll be the day to get it start. It started out here. And yeah, that's what I heard. That someday will I'll be through Well, that'll be the day When you say goodbye Yes, that'll be the day When you make me cry You say you're gonna leave You know it's a lie Cause that'll be the day When I die 
say goodbye Yes, that'll be the day When you make me cry You say you're gonna leave You know it's a lie Cause that'll be the day When I die well When Cupid shot his dart He shot it at your heart So if we ever part Then I'll leave you You sit and hold me And you tell me boldly That someday Well, I'll be through Well, that'll be the day When you say goodbye Yes, that'll be the day When you make me cry You say you're gonna leave You know it's a lie Cause that'll be the day When I die Well, that'll be the day That'll be the day That'll be the day Lucky number seven on the Billboard charts on October 23rd, 1957. Buddy Holly and the Crickets, and that'll be the day. Among the newcomers to the biggest show of stars, a couple of Buddy's friends from Texas, teen stars Buddy Knox and Jimmy Bowen. First, here's Jimmy's million seller, I'm Sticking With You. was this I'm Sticking With You that was terrific did you write that yourself? yeah Buddy and I wrote that you, you and Buddy wrote uh, that how many songs have you two written? oh quite a few a lot of them haven't been recorded yet and some of them have some of them been bombs you know <laughs> well I've asked everybody who's been in here tonight <laughs> bombs I've asked everybody that's been in here tonight the, the big question what do you think how long is Rock uh, here to stay Jimmy? I guess as long as, as we have kids and teenagers because definitely it is their music. Right? That's right. They may change it. They may change it to rock and roll walls, so it may go uh, 
rock a hula all the way. You don't know, but it's up to the teenagers. Whatever they want, well, that's what we go with. I was telling Buddy before, or, or saying that they had the, some smart A and R men down there because, <laughs> gee, the sound you get out there is terrific. How do you? How do they get that sound? Uh, that roulette record know. sound. I don't know. We no on our sessions we use a lot of crazy things: boxes, and ashtrays, and rugs. And <laughs> Capitol Records are not listening in, so it doesn't matter. Go ahead, tell us. What <laughs> we use usually we start on, on the song in the session, and we try to get a little different sound. And if there's a, a big stool sitting there, well, we let the drummer use it. If there's an ashtray or a piano top, if they let us, they. And uh, well, on Hula Love, we used a great, you know, a big Salvation Army drums, yeah. <laughs> great big things. We laid a, a no rug over top of it, and that's what we used on. Love. That's a crazy sound. <laughs> On the Isle of Philalilla, out Hawaiian way, a hula maiden gay strolled by a moonlit bay. There come a to court her over the water from a savage Zingazula land. A bolo chieftain grand sang her this lay. And he sang hula, a Hawaiian hula smile on a using gangazula moonshine above on the sweet jungle love. For you, my bolo, my swing, and for you, the love song I'm singing, the combi, a hula hula la love. But the chieftain of the warriors from the peaceful Philalilla land would not give him her hand. Lover took his stand through the rattle of the battle as she heard his sweet voice strong and true. They fled in his canoe over water blue. And he sang hula, a Hawaiian hula smile on a Yozingangazula moonshine above on the sweet jungle low. For you, a bolo a swing in the fall. My love song I'm singing I can't be a hula hula la la Well, it's my great pleasure to be able to talk to one of the biggest, if not one of, if not the biggest, uh, record star today, Mr. Buddy Knox of Roulette Records, and his Roulette down in New York. I'm always saying that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Is it? Uh -huh. uh, well, how did uh, you come by making records? Were you singing around the country or what? Well. Uh, it was all by accident, I guess you might say. Uh, we started our own record company because we couldn't get anybody else to listen to our tapes and stuff. See, what so. was this record company called? Triple D. Uh-huh. Where's and, this? And uh, it was at uh, Dumas, Texas. You're from Texas, too? Yeah. Buddy Holly was just <laughs> in here a minute ago, and he's from Texas. Like, yeah, home uh, week now. I knew Buddy before he got started, too. Is that right? Yeah, we, uh, we live about 90 miles apart, I guess. <laughs> what do you think of uh, your success? How are you taking it? Well, uh, the kids have been pretty good to us. That's about all I can say. I sure say this much that you have a wonderful, unique sound on the Roulette Records. They must have some crazy studios and some crazy A&R men down. They do. They have some of the best in the business. Your big hit song, the last big hit song, was Hula Love and the Flipside Devil Woman, both on our charts. And I was right. just kind of hoping you had another one coming out. Well, uh, I hope we can have another good one coming out. 
What do you think of rock and roll? Do you think it's going to go downhill, or do you think it's going to be strong for a while yet? Well, now, uh, it'll stay, but it'll stay in, in you know several different phases. Now, like the, the hula rock stage, now that's part of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll go on some other type of stage. I don't think it'll ever go out. The kids are going to have to have something to dance to. I guess you'd like to say hello to everybody out there. We have about 34,000 members in this teen show, which is considered the largest teenage show in the country. Would you like to say hello to the kids? Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to also thank the kids very, very much for buying our records because they've really been great to us. Terrific. Mr. Buddy Knox. Well, all I want is party down. Come along with me when I'm feeling wild. To be ever loving, true and fair. To run her fingers through my hair Come along and be my party doll Come along and be my party doll Come along and be my party doll I'll make love to you, to you I'll make love to you Well, I saw a gal walking down the street The kind of a gal I love to meet She had blonde hair and eyes of blue Baby, I wanna have a party with you Come along and be my party doll Come along and be my party doll Come along and be my party doll I'll make love to you, to you I'll make love to you Every man has got to have a party doll to be with him, but when he's feeling wild To be ever loving, true and fair To run her fingers through his hair To run her fingers through his hair Come along and be my party doll Come along and be my party doll Come along and be my party doll I'll make love to you, to you I'll make love to you Rockabilly legend and old friend Buddy Knox with his number one hit, Party Doll. Did you know that he wrote the song Behind a Haystack on his family farm back in 1948? We're remembering a historical musical event 60 years ago today, the biggest show of stars at Vancouver's Georgia Auditorium. Next up, a couple of brothers from the U.S. Midwest who would have a lasting influence on popular music. Well, look who just rolled in here, Don and Phil Everly. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. And yes, I'm sir. doing all right also. Now, which is which here? I don't want to get confused. <laughs> well, uh, I'm um, I'm the oldest and I'm Don. And how old are you? I'm 20. And where are you from? Nashville, Tennessee. That's right. And now let's get you. I'm Phil. <laughs> and that makes me 18 because I'm the youngest, you know. What's your next release coming out, Phil? I don't know. We haven't recorded one yet. We, Sorry, Wake Up Susie's just been out, I don't know, about six weeks, five I got a letter from Archie Blyer down in New York in Cadence Records, and he said, Dear Red, uh, this was when Bye Bye Love came out. Try Bye Bye Love with the Everly Brothers, will you? I'm taking a chance. And what happens? He's very happy now. And the next letter says I hope so. <laughs> what are you going to sing upstage here? You haven't been on stage yet. We'll probably sing Bye Bye Love and Wake Up Little Susie. Bye Bye Love and Wake Up Little Susie. Just those two numbers, eh? I imagine. That's I it. Know. We've decided here in the bottom, <laughs> in the locker room here, that that's what it's going to be. Bye Bye Love and Wake Up Little Susie.
Phil Everling, it's been a real pleasure talking to them backstage here at the Georgia Auditorium for the biggest record star show for 1957. Don and Phil Everly's Wake Up Little Susie was number one on October 23rd, 1957. The kids loved it, but Vancouver's daily newspapers didn't think much of the singers at the biggest show of stars. Here's the quote. The music made the teenagers in the audience scream. Occasionally, the jungle beat caught them and they, and they strained forward, hands clapping. That's the Vancouver Sun. The Vancouver province called the concert two hours of brash musical noises. One of the biggest surprises to come out of the show was 16-year-old kid from Ottawa who had the number five record on the Billboard charts that week, Paul Anka, and he makes it sound so easy. Well, I just uh, left home and I went to New York City and went around the record companies and found ABC Paramount and I cut with them. How do you write these songs? I mean, does it all come to you just like that or, or what? That's it. It comes to me just like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think your Diane is a real nice song. I think Bob McGavin over here will agree with me. And uh, your song, Tell Me That You Love Me, is on our top 50 right now, and it's really climbing up. That's the uh, CKWX top 50. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's reading those old colliders. That's right. He's making us all feel wonderful. Well, Paul, how does your family feel about you being on the road, and how do they feel about your success? Well, they're pretty happy about it. They're, uh, they've been real great, and... I'm happy, of course, myself, and I'm anxious to get back home. I guess you never thought that you'd see the day when you were touring all over the United States and Canada. No, I didn't. Uh, I'll tell you, I've been very lucky for a 16-year-old boy. Is that how old you are, eh? That's all. You're 16, the same age as Frankie Lyman, who we were talking to just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess these fellows in the group are a pretty fabulous bunch of guys. I noticed that they Oh, yeah, there. this show is... Um, it's really... There's a lot of loyalty in it, and there's a lot of close friendship and it's really a privilege to work on this show. Paul Anka, we'd like to thank you for standing here and talking to us backstage at the Georgia Auditorium. It's too bad you couldn't stay here when Vancouver was shining and all this beauty, but it sure is. Well, I hear it's really beautiful and uh, I hope I wake up for tonight to see it and 
I'd like to say thank you to you for helping me and my record, Diana. And I'd like to thank everyone on CKWX Radio Number One in Vancouver for the great job they've done for me. Thank you. song Diana would go on to sell 9 million records and become one of the biggest hits of his career. And 60 years later, Paul Anka is still going strong. Paul, thanks for the memories. Three weeks after the biggest show of stars left town, another historic concert at the Georgia Auditorium. This time with pioneering blues rocker Gene Vincent. Gene was riding high in the charts with his latest hit, Lot of Lovin'. And I asked him how his career started. I sent a record out there at first, and uh, Capitol was holding a big contest, and they had 250 entrants. And uh, I was one of the last ones to send mine in. And uh, out of the 250 entrants, there was 243 that were singing Elvis Presley songs. And the song I sent in was named Bebopalula. Well, Bebopalula, she's my baby. Bebopalula, I don't know. Well, she's the gal in the red, blue jeans She's the queen of all the teams She's the woman that I know 
Every time we play, we get phone calls. Even today, you know, sometimes on our on our Saturday session, which is five hours long, we play well half an hour. Gene Vincent, and uh, when we play that, we get a lot of phone calls. I sure do appreciate all you've done for me, Red, and I'd like to thank the public too. Hey, I missed you down in Los Angeles when I was down there this summer. Where were you on the road as you are now? <laughs> Probably was. I stay on you most of the time. It seems like. Yeah, I stopped in to talk to Bill Talent and Marilyn Hammond. They said, "Well, Gino's out on the road." Yeah. I was Gee, <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Buddy Holly of the Crickets right here where we are standing right now about, um, oh, about two weeks ago. No, three weeks ago now. And he's from a place called Lubbock. Where's that? That's uh, down south of Dallas. South of Dallas, yes. Sir. Well, Gene, thanks for taking time out here backstage before the show at the George Auditorium to, to talk to us about your career and everything else. Thank and you. is there anything you'd like to say to the 34,000 members of the Teen Canteen Show? Yes, sir. I'd like to tell them what a fine disc jockey I think you've got. You're a real nice guy. And, uh, thanks. Thanks, Gene. I'm turning red. <laughs> I better go. My thanks to Buddy Holly, the Everly Brothers, Jimmy Bowen, Buddy Knox, Paul Anka, and Gene Vincent for taking us back to the glory days of early rock and roll in Vancouver. The Georgia Auditorium is long gone, but rock and roll is truly here to stay. We weren't so sure back in those days, but those rock pioneers helped blaze the trail for others to follow. We did get a chance to talk to Chuck Berry, Fats Domino, Laverne Baker, and Clyde McFetter a year earlier with the biggest show of stars at the PNE. That was October 31st, 1956. We'll have those interviews and some great music next time around. I was proud to be part of these historical musical events, and I hope you enjoyed our six-decade travel through time. I'm Red Robinson. Thanks for listening. And remember to visit me at the home of the legends, Red Robinson. Dot com.